I'm Christian Perez, and this is Modernity and Absurdity. start off right now by saying that I just finished watching the <clears throat> PBS Frontline documentary about the Charlottesville rally that was almost a year ago. Um, definitely a little bit energized, so if I misspeak or stutter, I'm going to apologize now. But that's not why I'm here. The reason I'm here <laughs> is because I want to talk about some recent good news. In a time... Uh, when Trump is president and things seem down, right? They just okayed to put asbestos. They just, I'm sorry, they just agreed to start using uh, asbestos and asbestos in building uh, uh, materials again. Uh, that's that's today's absurdity, right? That's this week's absurdity. But some good news for a change here, and I've been trying to put some of these notes together for most of the day. But the good news is, right? And I, you know, you probably already read the headline, the title, <clears throat> is that uh, Alex Jones. Right, the conspiracy theorist, the owner and host of Infowars, the famous conspiracy theory website. He runs a couple other websites, Prison Planet, Infowars, AlexJones.com, all that stuff. But he and about three or four of his websites have recently been taken down from Facebook due to um, uh, uh, blatant uh, 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 violations of their policies. And uh, YouTube, Spotify, and Apple. Uh, the podcasting platform, the same platform that uh, Modernity and Absurdity is available on, along with Stitcher and SoundCloud, they've all cut him um, from their platforms all within hours of each other. This effectively has crippled him as he has millions of followers and billions of hits on his various websites, pages, um, you know, on YouTube, on Facebook, on Spotify. He has a massive web presence. So this is actually a good thing. And there's a lot of people complaining about it. There's a lot of people hemming and hawing about it, but in a minute we're going to get to why this really isn't a bad thing. Um, naturally, naturally, uh, legions of whining right-wingers, uh, conspiracy theorists, and others have all uh, crept out of the woodwork. Many of them into the mainstream, New York Times, CNN, you'll see them. They all come out crying about free speech. Here it is. Clear as crystal, as Willy Wonka said, these platforms, YouTube, Facebook, Spotify, Apple, these are private companies. They are not democratic institutions. They are not the government. Okay, the First Amendment doesn't apply to them, does not apply here. They can set their own standards. Alex Jones violated those standards. They are tired of him and his nonsense, and he got cut. This is a good thing. So here's the thing. Unless these crybabies whining about free speech and about how uh, there's private corporations that exist for a profit 
can can cut him, right? Unless they want to start talking about nationalization of these platforms like YouTube and Facebook, I am not comfortable with Facebook and YouTube being in private hands. They are too big at this point. I think the owners should be compensated, right? Give Mark Zuckerberg a lot of money. Hell, he's already got a lot of money. Give him a little bit more, you know, give him a nice house on the beach, give him a drink with an umbrella and a coconut and tell him to go, right? But unless these people want to support democratizing these industries, nationalizing them, government oversight, they they really need to just shut up. Okay, because these are the same people that side with big business during strikes and rail against raising the minimum wage. Every time you go on Facebook, every time there's an article about raising the minimum wage, I have an acquaintance that just published an article in a local newspaper. And it's one of those local newspapers that on Facebook doesn't really have uh, a lot going on in the comments. But he wrote an article about the rising tide lifting all boats and raising the minimum wage. And he had two, three, four, five times as many comments to his article, uh, people talking about it, people criticizing him, and a lot of people supporting him, um, a good number of people supporting him, actually, that they came out and uh, it, it, it's, it's a contentious issue. Uh, but again, unless these people want to talk about raising the minimum wage, unless they want to talk about democratizing the workplace, unless they want to talk about giving workers a right to organizing, right, you have the Trump administration coming out in support of a national right-to-work policy, national right-to-work program, and that would be a disaster. Thankfully, I live in the great state of New Jersey. We don't have right-to-work laws here. Uh, But as I said, clear as crystal, these platforms, they are private industries, private institutions. They can do what they want, all right? Freedom and free speech, when you hear these right-wingers, these conspiracy theorists talk about free speech, when you hear them talk about freedom, they really only mean it when it's about them, right? When Milo Yiannopoulos talks about how fun it would be if the alt-right was in charge, he means fun for him. He doesn't mean fun for everybody else. He doesn't mean fun for people of color, uh, Muslims, and the trans community that he abhors so much, right? Uh, He's married to a black man. He is gay. Uh, That does not matter, Fascism, white supremacy are not going to look the same in 2018 as they looked in the 1920s and 30s and 40s. It's a different world. It's a new millennium. There's different rules. It's a different existence. When these people talk about free speech, they're disingenuous. These are the same people that freak out over... uh, 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 gay people teaching children, about trans people having bathrooms. Uh, Just keep an eye out, right? I don't want to be critical of free speech. Free speech is absolutely necessary. And we're going to talk about that, right? You can't crowd, you can't shout, um, you can't shout fire in a crowded room. Okay, you can't publish. You can't publish and say in a public area, harmful and 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 bad things about people right you've got libel and you've got slander laws and countries like germany countries like canada countries like france they have anti-hate speech legislation and i say this to my students nobody would say a country like germany a country like france a country like canada nobody would say that these countries aren't free right but somehow if we pass laws saying hey white supremacy is not allowed that makes us worse or, or like Joseph Stalin 
or like Adolf Hitler. Like by not allowing someone like Hitler to speak, you are Hitler. Think about that. That's that's what they're talking about. That's the double speak that they use. These are the same people that talk about the thought police and how the left is, is turning us into Orwell's 1984. Th- these are the the circles that they talk themselves into. But again, this is a quickie. I'm not here to ramble on for 80 minutes like I usually do. Again, those of you that know me, you're probably the only ones listening to this. You know that I'm long-winded and you know that I could talk for a long time, sometimes about things that are even interesting. (laughs) I thought it was funny. But anyway, so who is Alex Jones? For those of you that don't know, Alex Jones is a right-wing conspiracy theorist. Okay, he peddles lies about the government, lies about celebrities, lies about political donors and other individuals. I'm not going to call him a journalist. Okay, maybe I'll call him a talking head. Um, I, I would call him an entertainer, but that kind of makes me cringe thinking that people would watch him and think, oh boy, that's that's funny. I know that his lawyer has gone on record and has basically said as much, and I'm going to get to that in a moment. Okay, he is a Sandy Hook truther. Okay, he claims that the Sandy Hook shooting at Sandy Hook Elementary, this is the one in Newtown, Connecticut, where a 20 year old guy named Adam Lanza killed 20, 20 children aged six to seven years old, and he killed six adults. He killed 26 people in an elementary school. Okay. Alex Jones says that this was a false flag, and I'm going to come back to that in a moment. Okay, he claims that this was a false flag, and he says that it was a government setup. He says that the government organized the whole things in order to scare the country into giving up firearms, into reexamining the Second Amendment. He claims that the parents are, are paid actors that have been at other places, quote, quote, crisis actors. You're going to hear that one. Crisis actors is a red flag. The phrase false flag is a red flag. Okay, the parents, and and their name is escaping me right now. Um, Some of the parents of these children that were murdered in cold blood by Adam Lanza, these parents have some, there's this one couple, they've had to move seven times, seven times since Sandy Hook. I believe it was 2012. Because people keep following them. One woman was sent to federal prison because she was listening to Alex Jones' show and she was harassing them and threatening them. Really quick. False flag. I'm not against the idea of governments having false flag operations. Governments do shady things all the time. There are conspiracies and there are conspiracy theories. And I'm going to get to my conspiracy theory episode very soon. Okay? But when you hear the term false flag, that should set up a red flag. That sets up a flare. Because what you want to do is when somebody uses the term false flag, it's often a buzzword used by conspiracy theorists to conjure up all kinds of odd stories, right? False flag operations, again, that is a, uh, well, usually by the government. It's orchestrated. It is masterminded. It's a plot made to look like something else. So, you know, people who think 9-11 was an inside job would consider that a false flag. People who think, again, Sandy Hook, that the government set it up, that was a false flag. I got into it with this one clown on Facebook, and I'm not done with him yet, not by a long shot. 
I got into it with this one clown because he wrote an article about the Boston Marathon bombers. And there are people out there that think that that was a false flag, that those kids were set up. Or even being mind controlled. Whatever. Whatever. Alex Jones pushed the Pizzagate conspiracy theory. I don't know if you're lucky enough to remember that one. Pizzagate was the one where there was a right-wing operative uh, muckraker who got his hands on some emails between Hillary Clinton. I'm sorry, just among some Democrats where they would have a lot of business dealings at this shitty pizza restaurant in D.C. I think it was called Comet Pizza. Again, and I, I can't stress this enough. If you don't live in New York, New Jersey, or Italy, your pizza is probably trash. I mean that sincerely. I'm sure it's good by your standards, but if you don't live in New York, New Jersey, or Italy, it's garbage. But anyway, let's get back, let's get back to uh, the seriousness. Again, I, I, I think I'm funny. It's late. But the idea was this guy could not believe that in these emails... All these references to this pizza parlor, Comet Pizza, were just that. They were actually references to Comet Pizza. He somehow, in his mind, felt that he deduced that pizza actually meant a code word. And there are all these different code words for different things. And then blah, 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 yada, yada, yada. At the end, in the basement of this pizza parlor, there was supposedly a a dungeon filled with young children for powerful uh, liberal democratic donors and politicians to come and rape, that there was a child prostitution ring in the basement of this pizzeria. He spread this conspiracy theory, and I believe it was Michael Flynn and his son who did it also uh, retweeted this stuff. Again, this was a, this was a biggie for a minute there. This was a conspiracy theory that, that flared up. But anyway, Alex Jones pushed this this conspiracy theory, and ultimately, this led to a man firing a gun in that family restaurant. He walked in there with an assault rifle, fired it, and he demanded to see the basement to this place. The kicker, because it's not the joke and it's not the funny thing, the kicker of all this is that there is no basement in this building. It was a conspiracy theory. It was lie. It was nonsense. It was trash that was put out there, and this guy, Alex Jones, used his platform on Facebook, YouTube, through Apple, okay, on Spotify. I don't use Spotify, so I'm not 100% sure of what it is, but I know that millions of people use it. It's streaming music. I, I know what it is. I still download my music. I'm, I'm 35 years old, okay? But Alex Jones pushed this conspiracy theory, and it led to a man taking an assault rifle into a family restaurant and discharging it. It led to rallies of people thinking that this was the real deal. Again, I got into it with some clowns who thought that they were uh, being serious journalists or critical thinkers by even bringing this up. Every issue should be examined, but every issue does not need to be examined. Stop and think about that one. Here's a goodie. He was also sued by Chobani, the yogurt company. Chobani, the yogurt company, for saying that they support, quote, migrant rapists. This is because they had promised to hire refugees. Think about that. Stop and think about that. You're a refugee uh, from Yemen, most likely from Syria. Uh, You're a young woman or a young man. Maybe you're a single parent. Maybe you're by yourself. You're hungry. You're tired. You're scared. Uh, Your homeland is in ruin. What material possessions you have have either been lost destroyed 
or you're carrying with you and your family, and you move to a country where you can finally taste freedom, where you can just get away from all the madness, and you come to a place where someone like Alex Jones has been rabble-rousing and getting people to say that you're a rapist. Think about that. It, it, it's Again, it's another absurdity of our modern times. And, and we, this man has had a platform for years, and he has spread his absurdity for years. And he's finally been held accountable. And the right wing needs to be held accountable. People are dying. People are being threatened. They're driving cars into crowds of protesters. They're murdering teenagers. They're attacking interracial couples. Children are being threatened. And finally, someone has been held accountable. This is not a free speech issue. This is a decency issue. Who am I? Who am I to say what's decent? White supremacy is not decent. Conspiracy theories. Yelling fire in a crowded room. Saying that there's a child prostitution sex ring in the basement of a pizzeria that doesn't even have a basement is yelling fire in a crowded room. This is not about free speech. This is about blatant misinformation. He said he wanted Jennifer Lopez to get gang raped by Somalian warlords. I don't even know the context of that. I, I had forgotten it. I think I purposefully forgot it. Um, I don't care about the context. I don't want to know the context. The man is a lowlife. You'll see his, his, his crappy bumper stickers. Um, you know, you, you buy one of his terrible, you know, here, here, listen to this. You could buy a Bill Clinton rape whistle. You get a Bill Clinton rape t-shirt, uh, male vitality pills. There it is iodine for whatever reason, and other various snake oil that he sells. But, you know, you buy something like that, you get a free Prison Planet bumper sticker. You get a free InfoWars bumper sticker. You get a free Alex Jones bumper sticker. I think that's why I saw one on the side of the dumpster here at the development. But whatever, right? Just think about this. He was in a recent custody case with his ex-wife, right? And in this case, his, his wife, on the record, said that, he would have his son take darts and throw the darts at a dartboard and on the dartboard was Hillary Clinton's face, right? This is, this is some kind of perverse indoctrination for his children. You want your kid to be conservative, fine. You want your child to be raised uh, with conservative values, that's fine, right? There are, you know, there, there, there are some positives you can get out of that. Honesty, courage, uh, being being forthright, hardworking, right? Having your son throw darts at a person's face when he's like a child, it's disgusting and it's perverse. Okay, in his own, in his custody case, in this custody case, his own lawyer made the comment that he's actually just a performance artist. Right? His wife used this I'm sorry, his wife used clips from his show against him. I, I, maybe I'll find a link and I'll post it to some video. You can look up videos of him. You can, you can look up videos of him having his meltdowns and freaking out about the gay frogs or about how children's ju the plastic in children's juice boxes, I, I don't know, something, something kills brain cells. I don't, I don't know what it is. I, there's, it's, it's too many. Too, too many. It's, 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 it's a joke. I mean... His own lawyer came out 
and said that he's really just a performance artist. That he's playing a television character. He is playing his supporters like, like the Pied Piper led, led the rats out of town. He led the rats and he led the children out of the town. And all of them followed him. It's, it's a joke. Actually, you know what? It's not a joke. It's not funny. It's actually very sad. I, my mother, I could hear my mother in my head saying, you know what? No, it's not funny. It's actually very sad. And it is sad. The good news is, despite the fact that he kept calling those Sandy Hook parents actors, that he said that they were paid by the government, uh, despite the fact that they kept receiving uh, death threats, his, despite the fact that his supporters kept publishing their um, home address, uh, they, they persisted. They kept moving, and now they're suing the heck out of them, and I hope they get money. I hope them... I hope those families, I hope they get something out of this, something that would let them strike back at this predator. The Chobani Yogurt Company, I hope Chobani used that money to buy houses in Austin, Texas, where Alex Jones lives for these, for these immigrants to, to live. Alex Jones is not a free speech champion. He's a liar and he's a bullshit artist that misdirects the public at this special time while we have growing inequality, where there's all this social tension. He has made millions of dollars by taking all of this garbage and throwing it out into the mainstream. So much so that the president of the United States, Donald J. Trump, has actually been on his show and has said that he actually deserves a Pulitzer Prize. Donald Trump gives Alex Jones his stamp of approval. That should say everything. This is my problem with these conspiracy theorists. We have climate change, which they think is a hoax. We have fascism on the rise, fascists marching, white supremacists marching in our streets, attacking, attacking people for their, for their crimes of existing. Okay. We have social inequality. We have immigration. Okay. We have healthcare issues. We have war. We have terrorism. And this guy is saying that uh, chemicals are turning the frogs gay, that that, again, the juice boxes contain plastic, that something, something rot people's minds, that pizza parlors are raping kids. Alex Jones is a social arsonist. One question for me as I take a quick side note is, where else should we look for this behavior? Because I don't want it to stop with Alex Jones. And I know right away people are saying, well, Christian, they're going to go after the left also. They're, all, they're always going to come after the left. And there's always going to be liberals, centrists, people who think they're being progressive, but they aren't, who are going to dig and dig for, for false equivalencies. Well, Antifa is violent. Antifa didn't blow up the Oklahoma City building. Antifa didn't drive a car into a crowd of protesters. Antifa didn't lynch people in the South. Antifa didn't set up redlining. 
Antifa wasn't in support of segregation, right? The National Review, the National Review that was in support of segregation, these are the same people coming out to defend Alex Jones. See, when I talk about people defending Alex Jones, these are the types that are coming out of the woodwork. And if you find yourself saying, hey, you know, maybe this isn't a good thing, stop and look around and look, look at who's with you. There's a line drawn in the sand, right? And on various issues, there are always constantly lines drawn on the sand. Sometimes you should stop and say, who is standing next to me on my side of this issue? Because if it's the National Review or some clown like Ben Shapiro who... I, I, I will admit, has been in a, a little cat fight, a little tiff, if you will, with Alex Jones, uh, presumably over who could be more odious, right? I, I believe he actually called Alex Jones excrement, right? But these are the types that are coming out and supporting him. And I'm going to say this. If the National Review is going to come out and defend Alex Jones, if Ben Shapiro is going to come out and defend Alex Jones, maybe these are the places you should start looking for content you want to examine for banning, right? Look at the people commenting on these Facebook pages. Listen to the vile, hateful, racist, bigoted, homophobic, Islamophobic things that these people are saying. You want to look at banning people? This is where you should start. Oh, my God, this Antifa guy is talking about democratization. Oh, my God, DSA is having taillight-changing programs. They are driving cars into groups of protesters. They're killing people for the crime of being gay or Jewish or black or Indian or Muslim or whatever it's going to be next week or the week after that or the week after that. I jotted down some notes about where would be some interesting places to look for bigoted behavior. And honestly, it's not that hard. I was amazed at how clueless the Charlottesville Police Department seemed regarding the white supremacists in Charlottesville after watching this PBS documentary, the way this journalist was able to tie people together. But the way these police like seemed to be oblivious about social media or how it worked, uh, they really just embolden them. And it, it, it's embarrassing. My, my wife went to uh, UVA. It's a good school. Um, a lot of her family went to UVA. They still live in Charlottesville. It's a beautiful city. But uh, it's not their fault. But, but the, 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 the local establishment, the local government, the police, uh, shame on them for allowing what, to went, what, what, what went down to go down. It, it, it was a shame because it's a beautiful city. And in my opinion, it's forever scarred because of that event. But where should we look for bigoted behavior? Well, let's look at clowns like Ben Shapiro. Let's look at places like the National Review. Let's look at their comment section. And as I said, let, let's see who's saying what. Ban those people. Ban people that are posting the, 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 holo, the pro-Holocaust memes. It's not hard. You can put a team together. I could put a team together. Okay. What about Breitbart? Everyone associated with the alt-right. If you didn't read the BuzzFeed article about... Breitbart and Milo Yiannopoulos, uh, you, you should probably stop this podcast if you can and read that article really quick. It really exposes the alt-right and Breitbart as a platform for entering their views into the mainstream. All of these various right-wing conspiracy theory websites, okay, all these Facebook pages and YouTube pages – the good thing about these, these, these social media is if you click on one website, if you, I'm sorry, if you click on one Facebook page, if you click on one, one YouTube video, hell, they're going to link you to more and you can find it. 
All it requires is due diligence. No one's saying it's going to be easy, but it's not necessarily hard. Anyone using words like cuck, keck, libtard, feminazi, all these people that think Black Lives Matter is a terrorist organization, if you think Black Lives Matter is a terrorist organization, you do not know what's going on. It is that simple. The criminal Dinesh D'Souza blatantly spreads misinformation. He was arrested for campaign finance, uh, uh, some campaign finance scam, I believe it was, he was running. Glenn Beck, Glenn Beck, who said that Barack Obama, who was raised by his white mother and his white grandparents in a white suburb and went to a mostly white prep school where he went to mostly white, uh, 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 um, the Ivy League, somehow was a racist who hated white culture. Let's start there. Tucker Carlson, the guy who opens the door for white supremacists, Mr. Bowtie. White supremacists on their message boards talk about how much they like Tucker Carlson. Richard Spencer, the alt-right leader, the guy who got punched in the face. Remember that guy? Go back and look at some of our memes. Richard Spencer said he likes Tucker Carlson. Go there. These are the people spreading misinformation. If you're Mark Zuckerberg, take a goddamn social justice education course, man. Take a race and ethnic relations course. All your money, all your knowledge, all your know-how, take a couple college classes. Let somebody else steer the ship for a minute. These people are infiltrating police departments. They're infiltrating the military, government positions. They have high-level clearances. These people are everywhere. It's not hard to find a lot of them. What about other conspiracy theorists like David Icke? You know him. He's the guy who believes that we're living in a Matrix-like simulation. At least he did after the Matrix movie came out. Uh, he thinks that the protocols of the elders of Zion are real, right? I'm, I'm not going to go into that. I'm going to save that gem for, for another one. But it's, that's another absurdity. It's anti-Semitic BS, okay? And here, here's, here's the best thing. This is what he's most famous for. He thinks that a race of lizard people, reptile people, are secretly controlling the government and that even our most famous celebrities, political leaders, the crowned heads of Europe are actually just lizard people wearing either people masks or they have holograms or, I, I, again, I don't know what it is. I, I, it, 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 I try to get away. They pull me back in. Uh, go there. All right. What about our, 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 our prominent political leaders and uh, millionaires, the, the, the political donors, the people with all the money, all the funding who are retweeting white supremacists, right? What about all the various pseudoscience and woo peddlers selling their iodine like Alex Jones? Oil pulling, dowsing rods, dowsing rods, like we're still in the Middle Ages. What about supposed faith healers like Peter Popov, the guy that was exposed by James Randi in the 1980s? He was exposed in the 1980s. And he's still out there scamming people. You know what? Truthfully, I didn't even look on social media. So, man, I guess Peter Popoff beats me on that, on that one. Right? But anybody spreading misinformation, anybody spreading things that aren't true and can't happen, get them the hell out of social media. Let them go to their own dark, grimy places. Because at least if they do that, it'll be even easier to monitor what they're doing and saying. But hell, I guess 
a lot of the police and the FBI would just rather shoot tear gas canisters at Antifa teenagers like they did in Portland this past week. Think about that. There's white supremacists and you fire at the people counter-protesting the white supremacists. How do you embolden white supremacists? Number one, stand by and don't do anything as they assault people. Charlottesville. Number two, don't denounce them or wait days to denounce them when they, when they do something wrong, a la President Trump. And number three, don't fire tear gas at the people protecting you from white supremacy. What about all these people that claim to talk to aliens or ghosts or these psychic mediums that prey on people? Why do they have platforms? This is a bigger question. This isn't even about Facebook and YouTube. Why is the mainstream media giving them a platform? Why does a clown like the, like the, what is it, the Long Island medium, why does she have a show? Or that guy Von Prague that, again, James Randi has exposed over and over and over again, right? Lying is big business, and everybody knows it. Everybody knows it. We also need to hold these conservative uh, sympathizers accountable. Why are they associating with these types? Are they hold, you know, do they harbor similar views? If you're going to retweet somebody, if you're going to double down on it, right? What's his name? Is it Peter King? That, 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 the Midwestern politician. He's a real, he's a real winner. Steve King. Why are we not holding these people more accountable? Instead of bringing them on your show and giving them 20, 30, 60 minutes to spew their garbage, have an expose. You don't need to bring Milo Yiannopoulos or Ben Shapiro or Richard Spencer or David Duke or Alex Jones or any of the or David Icke or any of these people on your show. You don't need to have Jordan Peterson, right? The intellectual we deserve. You don't have to have Sam. You don't have to have these clowns on your show. You can expose them. You are the mainstream media. Give them five minutes to air their grievances and then and then come at them. Hit them with the real questions. Why do white supremacists always seem to run as Republicans when the Democrats are the ones that are supposed to support the feminazis? Stop and think about that. Again, let's talk about the Orwellian, the Orwellian hypocrisy that's always foisted upon the left. Actual white supremacists are running as Republicans, yet Dems are the feminazis. They're creeping out of the woodwork and joining your local political parties. What are you going to do? If you are a true conservative American, what are you going to do? What does the term conservative mean to you? Are there values that you adhere to? Or does it just mean capitulation to Donald Trump like Paul Ryan and the rest of the GOP are doing because they're afraid of getting tweeted at? What does it mean to be a conservative American in 2018? My conservative students, I, I, I have to go the extra mile for them because some of them come to me and they're wide-eyed and they're honest and they're good and they're decent and I don't want them swayed by these people. I'm an educator. I don't want my students to have their... You know, you go on Facebook to see pictures of babies and cat videos. You shouldn't have to be inundated with white supremacist nonsense. 
America is multicultural and that is the way forward. I don't want them fearing me. I don't want them fearing what I have to say. I don't want them fearing my marriage. I'm sorry, my marriage. I don't want them fearing my family. I don't want them fearing people that look like me. I'm terrified for them. Because these are good students. A lot of them good kids starting off in the world. And the last thing they need is an Alex Jones uh, talking to them like he knows what the heck he's talking about. It's not hard. It's not hard to go after these businesses. I'm sorry, to go after these people. All these social media platforms, they have billions of dollars. You could hire a team of socialists and skeptics and you don't even have to think about it. Right? Get a team together. Ten socialists, ten skeptics, pay them each pay them each fifty grand. Hell, you could even give them fifty grand in New York City and they'd be beating themselves over the head to take it. Okay, you don't even have to think about it. It's not hard. With money and willpower, almost anything is possible. We put people into space before computers existed. Think about that. By the way, go see hidden figures. And go see the right stuff. All it takes is due diligence and a willingness to stand up to big, bigotry and ignorance. That is democracy. That is the essence of democracy. All it takes is due diligence and a willingness to stand up against bigotry and ignorance. It's democracy in a nutshell. It's not easy. But it's not hard. And if you do something like that, you sure as heck are going to piss a lot of people off. But we do need to mo- move forward. And what does that entail? That means turning our back on white supremacy and on homophobia and on thinking that, 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 that the juice boxes are going to melt your kid's brain. Again, I still don't know what the heck it is. If people are going to spread hate, if they're going to spread lies, if they are going to purposefully inject the social discourse with misinformation, pseudoscience, they shouldn't be allowed a platform. I'm in support of that. Donald Trump's election is a major step backward for this country. Donald Trump wouldn't be president if Barack Obama wasn't president, but I'm not going to get into that, right? Donald Trump is a major step backward for this country, and we can't take too many presidencies like this. As a country, I shudder to think of what mutant is going to come creeping out who's slicker, smarter, better looking, a better communicator, what someone like that could accomplish in this country is terrifying. And Donald Trump has opened the door for them. All these media websites that allow these white supremacists and these conspiracy theorists like Alex Jones to just spread their message, they're part of the problem too. So I know my solutions are definitely pie in the sky. I'm not going to dispute that. I'm not going to dispute that at all. And I know that these corporations, they're, they're not going to do this. I'm not an optimist, and I know that inevitably they're going to make the wrong choice. I see them dropping the ball on this one. It's something that can require... All that needs is a firm stance and a willingness to adhere to that firm stance and a well-funded staff of progressives and skeptics and you can do it hell they can hire me and I'll, I'll put the team together myself and i'll hire and i'll fire i'll do it 
Is conservatism dead in the United States? Just traditional, real, red-blooded American conservatism. Not the white supremacist crap, not the libertarianism, not, not any of the nonsense. Right? Again, I don't even know if we have a Republican Party anymore. It, 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 they, they, if they're not capitulating to their corporate donors like the Democrats... If they're not capitulating to their corporate donors, they tuck tail anytime they feel like they should stand up to Trump. But unfortunately, you know, as long as we have this law enforcement that stands by and lets white supremacists attack attack people, as long as we have a political and law enforcement establishment that would rather attack the left than white supremacists, things aren't going to get better. So an interesting thing I want to talk about, as I was reading a CNN article, I neglected to jot the name down, but it was written by a guy named Brian Stelter. And there were a couple different questions at the end. And one of the questions he has, it was like his big question, and it was, what will the history book say about this moment in time? As if this is some crossing the Rubicon moment. As if... You know, we're, we're, we're talking about the destruction of the Library of Alexandria. We're talking about giving a disinformation agent the boot. But my wife had a similar conversation yesterday about how history judges things looking back. And my opinion is that history isn't universal, right? Well, it's not really my opinion. That, that's a fact. Different people have different opinions, different institutions, different think tanks, different individuals, different countries, different... Actors are going to have different opinions on history. We have history, then we have historiography, which is the study of the study of history. But all these people that support Alex Jones, all these people that believe his allies, and all the people that that, that buy his snake oil, they're all going to lament. They're going to cry. But so do the segregationalists. However, if we're concerned citizens, people with open minds and a clear understanding of history— We can look back on this as a positive. Again, I I maintain that this is a positive. Will the narrative that this is somehow a strike against free speech, is this something that's going to prevail? Or or will it just be seen what it is? I hope that it's just seen what it is. I, I don't see this as some massive moment. I see it as a massive moment if Facebook and YouTube and Apple and Spotify decide to to actually push forward with this and go after these these other organizations and these these, these disinformation agents, I think it could be a big moment. But again, like I said, I'm not an optimist. And I think that ultimately they're going to drop the ball and he's going to come back. But really quick, one last tidbit. Do you want to know why the Ben Shapiro's, the National Review's, and the other right-wingers are coming out in support of Alex Jones? Why they're going to vigorously defend quote-unquote, free speech. Because they know, and I just told you, that if there's a big Venn diagram between what they talk about and what he talks about and what the white supremacists talk about, there's a whole lot of overlap. And as I just jotted down those names and ideas of other places to look for bigots, they know that if somebody with power and willpower did the same thing, They'd be next. Stay vigilant, my friends. Take care of yourselves out there.
case there is no turning. You take the blue pill. The story ends. You wake up in your bed and whatever you want. You take the red pill. Stay in Wonderland. For a dictatorship, it'd be a heck of a lot easier. <laughs> Just so long as I'm the dictator. <laughs> talking about peace. 